No, we're completely sober. But you guys drank a lot, though. Yeah. You guys drank more than anybody I've ever seen. Oh, really, dude? Woo! <laughs> when I had a good buzz going, I could play. I thought I could make everything. This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! They talked the bar! The whole fucking bar! Thanks. I Open needed that. Open it up. Open it up again. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Phenomenal non-alcoholic brew. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cold One Conversations. We're back since 2020. It's the first one. I am Brendan Petrilli. With me, my partner in crime, my boy, the legend, Harry Heaps. As you can see, we're ready to rock and roll. Uh, Harry, man, it's been a minute. I'm I'm excited to get that chemistry back with you going now. Uh, Harry and I, we worked at uh, 88.9 WQSC, The Pulse, Susquehanna University. Uh, It was absolute blast doing sports talk three times a week there with Harry um, and hope to see uh, WQSU do big things moving forward in the future. But now the, the big thing that we got going on now is we're, we got to do big things. Right, it's, Harry? Us. it's us. It's us. It's right. That's it's our time. It's our time to make the hundred million dollars. I'm, I'm so excited to, to be back with you. Truly cold ones conversations. The next big thing we're going to get, you know, listen, we're going to get that deal. We're going to get that Spotify money. We're going to get, you know, that commercial money. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. But on an all-serious note, we're going to bring you our sports takes. We're going to make you laugh. We're going to tell you about what's going on in the world of sports and how we digest it. Uh, Truly and I have been working together a long time, long-time teammates, um, housemates while at Susquehanna. Um, we got great history together, um, and we're both just super excited to bring this podcast to whoever wants to listen to it. Um, and hopefully some people that are as dumb as us and maybe even a little bit smarter, are going to want to enjoy it. So Trilly, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get into it. You want to start with some baseball? Well, yeah, just real quick. I mean, for what we want from the show here is we want that you're hanging out at the bar, you're cracking open a cold one, you know, you're, you're having good times. You're laughing. We want to have inside jokes with everybody that listen and follow to us. We have inside jokes with yep. each other that you'll probably catch on to. We do, that's what the vibe of this that we want moving forward. We're going to throw a couple of things out there. We'll see what sticks. We'll see what hits um, as we move forward throughout the episode here throughout the next couple of months. But as you can see, I, I'm rocking the birds, letting the chest hair fly a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get a new camera. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We need that money <laughs> to get the new we camera. Do. I look a little green. I don't know what's going on. But and then Harry's got the other birds going with the ratings. So yeah, you know, you got to show it to the two time champs. And, you know, I got one ring on my neck. That way, everybody knows that, you know, listen, we've at least got one, if not two. But another thing, you know, I, I got to tag along here. Something that we're looking to get get out of this, you know, it, whether whether you're looking to crack open a hams or if you're just going to the bar and you're getting a club soda with extra lime, no vodka. We're talking three to four limes. I, you might as well just give me a whole line, cut it in half, and put that whole thing in there on club soda, plain, obviously. Um, that's what this podcast is about. It's about something that you can just have a great time to. Again, we're going to laugh, you know, the whole time. And it's something that, you know, we got to learn at school together. 
to be aggressive with our opinions and just the, the, the whole flow that I think that you and I disagree with is not to be buttoned up. It's to be original. How you're throwing your chest hair and how I got my little, little bit going on too. I got my neck hair going on. Got to clean that up tonight, probably with the Gillette razor. If Gillette wants to throw us a sponsorship, we'll take that as well. Um, I guess, I, you know, I'm a big Harry's razor guy. And I have stake in them, given that I'm the namesake. Yeah. That's right. But again, we're not giving any more promotion without a check. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, as you can tell, we're, we're, we're ready. We're ready to rock and roll. That's Big right. uh, Baltimore, Philadelphia fans, we're four for four. We played rugby in college, and we'll cover it all as we move forward throughout the summer. Oh, the end of the summer now, into the fall season. Yeah. But before we get into the birds, both birds, and the NFL that's kicking off underway tonight with the big game, the Rams versus the Bills, let's get into a little baseball action. Because, I mean, as Harry knows, I my first love is baseball, right? And we're moving through September yep. now. We're getting into the heat of it. Playoff race is on. And it, there's a lot of great contention and a lot of great races coming down to the final month here where, you know, you got my yep. Phillies hanging on by – by the skin of their teeth tonight, just pulling out another win, uh, four to three over the Marlins, where I was saying earlier when we were talking before the show, maybe we'll get a live reaction of me melting down if the Phillies blow another lead here. But thankfully they didn't. So they're looking 11 games behind. Behind who, Harry? Who has now crept their way into the first time into the wild card standings where they've been in control of the NL East for the whole season? Who has collapsed? Please let me know. Who, who, who collapsed? It's the number two city in the biggest city. It's the only team that you could be a fan of if you're from the city of New Jersey, and that's the New York Mets. That's the New York Mets, truly. This team that I've been talking about for the longest time when we did the PSP podcast, what did I say? If they can stay healthy and they can get it together, I thought that in the next five years, this team could get two chips. And right now they are – I mean, you got ten runs right now on the Pirates. God bless I mean, let's give it up for him. Ten runs on the Pirates. God bless. Right. I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, you know, obviously you're not a, a Mets fan whatsoever. I'll show love to him. I'll tip the cat. You know, Julius, one of our main men, he's a diehard Mets fan. Obviously, you know, I don't think a Baj is, but, you know, we're not, not even going to bring him up. If, if we talk about Baj, this podcast will go nowhere. But the point being is I don't know what's going on with the Mets, man. Uh, they, they seem to be out to lunch. Uh, they, they seem like true favorites, you know, to obviously uh, possibly be in the World Series. And right now that's not looking like it could come to fruition. Yeah, I mean, it, it's fun. It, it's fun because, well, yeah. I, as, as I said on my on my BSP podcast, um, the Phillies haven't let me ha- have anything to hang my hat on this season against the Mets at all. The Mets have made us their bitch. They, they've absolutely right. dominated us. They've taken six series. They've swept us multiple times. We've blown lead. They threw a no-hitter. It was a fake no-hitter. Took like six, yep. seven pitchers to get it done. So, I mean. You were, you were freaking out about that. No. Um, it, it, was, it was weak stuff. I mean, but now, you know, you're hearing all the, oh, we got your number, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, guess what? You guys are collapsing, and I love to see it. And you're going to be like, <laughs> oh, we're still 11 games back. I don't give a F. I don't. I don't care. All right. It's just great to watch you guys struggle and feel the pain again, because that's what you guys are down deep down in your heart, except for Mr. Kenny, who's a great, he's got a great soul, a great man, but you're all a bunch of losers. You are just come to the terms. It's better to get it away. Now shove those trumpets back up your butt because you guys have overplayed that 
all season. I mean, it, yeah. it's just, it's great to see. Now they still might pull it out. You got a couple weeks left in the season, but just to see that pain and agony slowly creep back in to those cocksuckers' asses, it's just great. I don't know why I'm cursing so much. I'm sorry about that. But You're Harry, getting amped up. If you talk, if you talk anything that's against the Phillies, it will get you riled up. And hey, but that's what, that's what Cold One's conversation is all about. That's how you get when you're at the bar with a few, you know, non-alcoholic, you know. You have a couple or maybe extra cold ones, I might get even more going. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. That's right. But let me give you my take here on the Mets of what I think is going on. Number one, you know, uh, let me tell you a quick story of, of what I think about the Mets. So a few weeks ago, I, you know, I go to, I go to, I go to Lake George with the Mrs. family, right? And they, her, her family, they're diehard Mets fans, like diehard, like her cousin talks baseball the way that you talk baseball, knows the ins and outs of it since he's been following it, you know, cry at a loss, anything, you know what I mean? And yeah, it started raining one day. And so I'm like, let me show these young guys. Let me show them a real game. So what do I put on? The greatest Super Bowl of all time, Ravens versus 49ers. And they, and they go, and they go, they go, no, we really want to watch something. Put it on the 2015 World Series Game 3, where the Mets won, like, the one game out of the series. And I'm thinking to myself, how many times have you watched this, dude? Like, what's going on? But that's what it means to be a Mets fan. You've always been the second-rate team. You got to the Subway Series. You couldn't get it done. You got in 2015. You couldn't get it done. And now it finally looks like you got a chance to be the true ballers of New York, to be really the only good New York team. I mean, we talked about this before. New York's one of the biggest franchises in the world, and they've sucked. They've had nobody. The Yankees keep coming up short. Knicks are horrible. Brooklyn's horrible. Forget the football teams. We're not even going to mention them. They're a wash. And the Mets seem to be the team. And now it's like, what are what's going on here? I mean, you know, dude, I don't want to say it too soon, but are, are the Braves coming back for the, for the second year in a row? You know, uh-huh. is that the team that's coming out? Yeah, you know, man. I think that the, I, I, you know, they have a winning I think culture. that they might be making fools in the Mets. Yeah, yeah. they like, do. You to go and get rid of your captain, your leader for ten years, and Freddie Freeman after you win a World Series with him, and bring in Matt Olson and Austin Riley and all these other guys that just plug and play, just fit their system, go out, win baseball games, and it, it took them a little bit. But now they're there. The pitching's come around for them. Uh, I mean, Max Freed, the guy's an absolute stud. Uh, He's getting up there in strikeouts in the top 10. Finally, is where he should be. Uh, And then the bullpen. They they upgraded a couple guys. They got rid of a couple guys from last season that just fell off big time at the trade deadline. Revamped. They're ready to rock and roll. They have the pedigree. They know how to win, unlike the Mets. (laughs) Unlike the Mets, they know how to win. And... it's going to be hard to beat them. Now, when you're looking at the playoff standings, right? You have that extra wild card, a couple of one team gets to buy. When I'm looking at it as a Phillies fan, I wouldn't mind. Well, now that the Mets are in the wild card, possibly in that first spot, I would want to stay in that two spot. But if the Mets were to go uh, and take the division, I'd rather have the Phillies in the third wild card spot. So you play the the St. Louis Cardinals and not the Braves. And then you play not the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. And then you play the Mets after that. I'd rather that be the path than to go through the Braves and the Dodgers. That's for damn sure. So, oh, I, mean, I mean, absolutely. 
it, of course. It, it's coming down to those two teams, honestly, when you're looking at it. And it's what it's been for the past couple of years now. It, it, does MLB kind of have a problem with that? What, like, why hasn't there been a te- another team like the Kansas City Royals from, you know, 10 years ago? You, you don't have 10 years ago. You don't yep. have these homegrown teams anymore other than the Dodgers and the Braves uh, and the Yankees and the Astros. You know, it's been those and, four teams are the main yeah. players. And we're, that was the point that I was about to make is that the Astros were kind of going to give this this new juice to the MLB. And then they screwed it all up with what came out of that. I mean, they were, you know, they were becoming this like. I mean, this, oh, my God, team. And now everybody, anytime you hear about the Astros, it goes, well, they did this. Yeah. So I don't really want to talk about them. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's just not good for the sport, you know, because the MLB hasn't, it, it hasn't had that. You know, I think about when we were in high school, right? The Royals were hot, right? The Royals were hot mm-hmm. during that 2015, 2016, 2017 stretch. And where are they now? They're, they're sitting at 55 wins. They haven't been able to regain, right? You look at right now going on, it's like the Dodgers. It feels like the past three years since I, when I was in college, all we talked about was the Dodgers. So yes, you do need that legitimacy of teams that are always back to back, but then it's like nobody else is rising through the ranks. And now the Mets who finally had a chance to do it, they're they're going by the wing side. The thing I will say is this, I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm going to make a point here going back to your Phillies. And I'm not just saying this, to get us viewership, to get us, uh, you know, a homegrown sponsorship in the city of Philadelphia where people are going to listen to us because you know how I'll be about Philly fans and all that. But this is what I will say. The Phillies have proven that they get hot at odd times. They're 11 games out right now. If they can get hot and they get in that wild card and they make it, I'm not saying that they're going to do anything special. But like you said, you play St. Louis, how do you know you're not going to make it a long stretch of a series? You don't know. I'm not saying you get out of it, but maybe it turns into a seven-game series. That's not something that I can see with my O's against anybody, but you never know. You know what I mean? So I think that baseball is fun this year, but I hate when these teams that seem to be like startups that could add a lot of new variety to the sport are just falling through the cracks, it feels like. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. The, the Phillies do go through these hot and cold stretches, and – you haven't seen a team really get hot throughout the whole playoffs and make a full run at it, you know, right. The past couple of years. I mean, you had the, you had um, the nationals, but I mean, they had Strasburg Serger, you know, uh, Juan Soto, all these guys on that team, they were loaded to win. And then now they're all gone within three years, which is insane. Um, yeah. I mean, you're looking at it. Why can't Tampa Bay get over the hump? You know, they've been to the World Series a couple of times. Seattle is starting to build that young core. Toronto has a young core, but they can't get over. The O's have been surprising some teams this year, which is pretty nice to see. Um, and then, you know, you got teams like the White Sox. And, oh, my God, we're missing one of the biggest teams, one of the biggest disappointments, and that's the Anaheim Angels, the LA Angels, I guess is yeah. what they are now, with Otani and Trout and Rendon and all these big bats out there, and they're, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven teams are in front of them for the third, third I put a four, third wild card. Make sure you <laughs> tune into the YouTube page, Cold One Conversations. Subscribe, click the bell for notifications right. so you can see 
what all the stupid things you know, going on behind the scenes. Let me ask you a quick, a quick question here. Do you think that there's ever a possibility, you know, you bring up the angels here. Does Trout ever try to get out of there? Because they, let's say his, is it though? Because we know that there's teams that'll pay his money. If he can force a trade, we San Diego's proved they'll do it. San Diego's proved it. the Phillies. They'll do it. He's a, he's but, a know, Jersey think, guy. He's a birds fan. Is he? Yes. He goes to every he's birds home game. He's definitely from South Jersey. No he question. He's got, he yeah, he's got to be a South Millville. Jersey guy. You can, tell, you can smell it on him. You can yeah. smell it on him. Dude, hey. No, but, you know, it, what, what is he, you know, what, what is he amounting for? Great. You know, let, well, he's amounting for cash. I mean, I would love to have his money. But, you know, you're the highest paid and player in Los at, Angeles. You know, ever. You, li- you live, yeah, live in Los Angeles. And well, without what, power what we, right now. What are we what, like? What are, you, what are you doing, dude? You know what I mean? I mean, try to try to go. I mean, San, as San Diego proved. We talked we talked about this almost two months ago. San Diego might be proving that they're a big market. They might be a big money market. They're the only team now. You yeah, know what I mean? San Diego can't so, get past the Phillies right now, though, in the wild cards. They're, they're behind yeah. the Phillies, you know. But that's also because of Tatis ta- and I don't know. We can go on and on and on. We can go on and on. Let's let's circle back. Let's fit, yeah. let, let's go to what where we started here. Let's give our end predictions here on the Mets. Where does the CS? I I was a firm believer. I'm going to go first because because I started it. I'm a firm believer in. I, I truly thought that the Mets were going to be in the World Series this year. I really did. I thought through the ownership, the signs that the, the signings that they had, and just the hot start throughout the year. I'm like, okay, this is going to be them. I do think that they're going to make it deep into the playoffs. I do. But right now, I'm, I'm not secure on them. I think that the Dodgers have the upper hand, but I think even more than them, to your point, the Braves could really come up and, and make it, if not win back-to-back titles. So right now, I'm still in on the Mets, but I think it's going to be a major disappointment. I think that they're going to hurt all their fans in New York. They're going to come up short this year. Um, it's just going to be the same old, same old. Yeah, man. Like, looking at it, the Mets are going to collapse. I mean, you know my answer on that. They're they're not making it out of the first round. Book it, lock it right now. Oh god! Oh god! Come on, let's be real here. Come on, I'm being real. You don't think they make it out of the first round? No way. If they play St. Louis or they play, um, if they play San Diego, I mean, I like both those teams' chances against them. They match up well. Yeah. Do they not? I mean, they 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 both have talent all over those rosters. How does the city of New York respond if that happens? Oh, dude, it'd be great. It'd be great. I mean, now the only thing that I can see it where it's it'll be not... like COVID part two, people start fleeing. Yeah, yeah. People can get start out going. of there. If they, yes. If they yeah. if they can't get out of the first round, dude, I mean, people will leave by on Greyhound buses. They're gonna get out. They're gonna move the team to Nashville. You know, they're, they're just gonna. Oh yeah, or Vegas. Or Ve- yeah. oh yeah, the Mets in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No, that that'd be great. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I, I, I the only reason I don't see that happening is because you have those two pitchers and Scherzer and Degrom. Now, I think Scherzer's banged up a little bit. I think it might be a little precaution, uh, where they're just giving him a couple uh, weeks yeah. rest right now. But you no, know, I mean Degrom's absolutely filthy. You put those two guys in a one-two in a five-game series. Good luck. So. Let's wrap it up on baseball there, Harry. Who do you think is going to be – let's not even do World Series right now. Let's do the, the championship series for the NL and the AL. You know, uh, I because right. I've been looking at it, 
I've been trying to give that underdog that makes that run. I just don't see it though. I just seeing it be the Dodgers and the Braves in the NL. Yeah. And then the Yankees and the Astros in the AL. I mean, I want to say like a team like like the you know the Guardians can make a run or Seattle right. uh, or Tampa Bay or the O's if they sneak in or the Phillies, but I just don't see that yeah. happening. I mean, what well, what are the odds that those four teams can get upset going into it other than the Mets? I mean, I think that it's extremely hard, except the one team that I'm going to say that can always that can that can always prove to get upset even more than Mets, and that's the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees always fall up short. I don't care what judges got going on. By the way, I want to tell you something real quick. This is why you got to listen to Cold One Conversations because we're bringing you the takes that you never heard before. Bring PEDs back to baseball. I have loved. You know, they have barely been, te- you know, they haven't been testing these guys since COVID happened, right? Like, you know that. They That's haven't. a fact. I they have not been testing for PEDs. It just restarted last month. That's why that one guy got popped. Who was the dude that got oh, popped Tatis? for PEDs? Correct. They have not been testing in almost a year and a half. Who knows who's, who's on what? I'm not saying the judge is, but I'm also saying that he's not. Well, he knew so, he was going into his contract year. Right. He had to have a big exact. You start doing this, you're getting that money. You know what I mean? So let me make a real point here, though. My point about the Yankees, as I started out, as I started out was. They, they, they've they've just been falling short the last two years. They've been in the question. Are they going to be are they going to be in the World Series? Are they going to have a deep playoff stretch? Is New York reliable? And the past two years, it's been a no. I think that this year could be more the same. I really do. I don't think, though. You know, when I say that, who else do I think then takes their spot? I don't know. I think that it would probably, you know, if we're looking, you know, if we're looking at the American League, I think it's probably, you know, Tampa Bay, Houston. I don't think that Toronto gets it, but a team that I could see that could, you know, maybe just narrowly get into it, dude, is the Mariners. Maybe. Maybe they do it. You know, I don't know. that exciting Um, young team. Yeah. I like it. Right. You know, but my point just being is that if there's one team that I would bet on that's going to fall short before anybody, I'm putting my money on the New York Yankees. I'm putting it on the Mets. So, New York, good luck. New we're, York. Yeah. We're not an anti-New York podcast, but if you hop in our DMs and, you know, comment section, yeah, screw off, buddy. All right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Crawl back into your slime hole of a city, back into the subway, and we'll see you later. All right? I got to I got to take two more minutes before we move off this segment. Cause I, cause I got to ask you, I got to come to the, to the plethora of wealth of knowledge, of baseball of Brendan Petrilli for this. I'm going to tell you my take on what this is for my team, the O's. And I want to know what your take is. We've gotten hot. We've had a year that nobody predicted that we would have. Do I think that we're going to have a deep playoff run? Absolutely not. Do I think that we'll make it to the playoffs? Absolutely. Do I think that we'll win a game or two, depending on who we play? Yes, I do. And I think that next year we have the ability to have just as good, if not a better, of a season. I'm going to tell you what my prediction is. Ownership's been looking to get out for the past seven years. I think if we have another good year, ownership goes and sells. The question is, do we get an owner that's willing to put money into this team? I think, dude, that if the O's have money in them, we've got a great young core. I don't know if you've been watching much Baltimore baseball We've been bringing guys up that are young right now, dude. Henderson, he's been standing out. Everybody was screaming his name this past weekend, going crazy. We get 
with this young talent, if we get some money in there, dude, they could be a great team. Do you think that that's even in the cards, or am I just am I just being a fan and wishing? No, I think that the ownership definitely wants out. Uh, you yeah. might have a chance where you know Steve Cohen comes in and buys your team. Uh, you know, a guy like that. Uh, what if Elon Musk? He just bought that soccer team, Real Madrid. What if Elon yeah. comes in and buys the O's? You know? No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He just bought a soccer team, or he tweeted he about bought, it. Yeah. Oh, gee, dude, that's like, I didn't even know that. Yeah, right. When what did that happen today? Nah, like a couple, like a month ago, maybe. How did I not see that? All right, keep going. But uh, I mean, what is like? Think I don't Cal, know my do you think Cal? You think Junior can come in with a no. get? get I mean, no. he, not him, but you know, like a Derek Jeter type of thing where he goes and he gets he gets some an ownership guys, party. Gets the, big, the guys yeah. with the big money, and he says, "Hey, I'll be the face of it. We'll come in. I'll, you know, I'll run the team. Blah blah blah. Just give me the yep. money. We'll turn this around. Uh, I mean, I can see something. I'll like tell that. you. I'll, I'll tell you something right now, man. If that were to happen, if it was to be a real ownership group, I'm going to tell you four people that I truly feel would do that at a superstar level, superstar athlete. I think that four people that would get involved, and I'm being very honest when I say this. I think it'd be Cal Ripken, even though he would be coming in with the least amount. Derek Jeter. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, four guys that all want ownership. Now, obviously, Michael Jordan and LeBron all want ownership at the NBA level, but these guys are billionaires. These guys want to diversify their their income. You get a steal. I, I mean, Jordan has Charlotte. He does, but you know that he's looking to own more and more and more, dude. No, yeah, yeah. You no. Know? My point just being is, dude, that would be that would be awesome. The only thing that I worry about what about, about KD? That is, that is, KD's a Baltimore <laughs> guy. Maryland. He didn't go to Washington. He's not a Baltimore guy. No, uh, maybe Tory Smith. Maybe Tory Smith, the Maryland go. legend, the Ravens legend, the Eagles legend. What I will say is, I, I want a guy like Steve Buscemi. I need I need a head honcho who's coming in. It's his team. I don't want an ownership group. I don't want this to turn into an NBA team where you got an ownership group. I need a guy who's going to put money in, um, but it would be a hard sell. So I'm glad to hear that you think that that's possible. Um, but yeah, you know, man, if we just get some money in this team, we could do something. I'm not saying that we could be anything big, but I think that we could be something that sticks into the uh, New York Yankees crawl. If we got some money in this team. No, you got the young guys coming up. It's just whether they're willing to spend that big money to go get those guys in free agency. That's right. You know, you traded Mancini away because they didn't want to pay him this off season. Like, they had to. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you got a guy in there. I'm going to that this... game. What? I'm going to that when game. His first, game, his first game back in Baltimore. On the I, I've been to, a, I've been to Camden Yards a bunch. It's a good stadium. It's a fun stadium to be at. Great atmosphere there when yep. stuff's going good. You know, so yep. it'd be nice to see. It would be good for the city of Baltimore for sure if the O's yep. get back into some contention here. Um, oh yeah, dude! It's a great, it's a great jersey combo that they got—the orange and the and the black. Oh, it's one of the be- it's one of the best jersey combinations ever. Absolutely, great hat. it's I'm, very underrated. Great hat. Like, yeah. Oh, but now let me ask you a question: Are do you prefer the the bird or the O? I like the bird. I like the bird. I am an O guy. Yeah. I'm an O guy. I like I like the bird on a shirt. The O on the cap. See, I think because you see the O on the cap all the time, when you see the the bird on there, it's a little bit of a change up, you know. Absolutely. I, I kind of like the change up. I, I do too. I love when they bring out the gray Baltimore jerseys. So it's a gray jersey that says Baltimore in orange. I love it. 
That's my favorite jersey that they have. All right. Opening another one up here for the second part of the show. Yep. Make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube at Cold One Conversations. Follow Harry and myself on our Instagram, Snapchat, uh, you know, everywhere. Look at that. Twitter. Oh, that's better. Um, that's better, right? I'm still looking a little green. You can check out my green chest hair, rocking the birds jacket, varsity jacket wow. as we, we transition after some, I think, fantastic baseball talk as we're wrapping up here throughout the rest of September into October baseball. I mean, there's nothing better. But just like that, what also is nothing better is the football season is among us. It is upon us tonight. We have the Bills. We have the Rams. Maybe a Super Bowl matchup. Stay tuned. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Harry and I are here. We're going to break it all down for you and move throughout the rest of this fall season and give you our hot takes. We're going to give get into a little bit of over-unders, what we think each team's going to hit, what Vegas thinks they're going to hit. And we're going to give you guys maybe a player prop or two at the end of the episode also to keep an eye out on. Maybe dig into the trenches, look into some guys that are made men. We'll see where we go. We'll see what hits. We'll see what sticks. And let's get into it, Harry. Where do you want to go first? Well, I think first we got to talk about, obviously, we're, you know, we're doing this show for a reason, right? We're doing Cold Ones Conversations for a reason on Wednesday nights. We're putting them out on Thursdays. And that's for Thursday night football going into the weekend. So we got to talk about this matchup coming up. And I'm going to start with my opinion here about Buffalo versus Los Angeles. Trilly's obviously noted an idea that's on many of people's, whoa, a little bit of butt crack action. Liked it, liked it. Make sure that you was go. nice. Hey, if you're watching Make on the YouTube, sure. go uh, go screenshot it and send it to us on Twitter, all right? And tag Make us. Sure, Make sure you subscribe. Send, send it to um, my OnlyFans, you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what, what I truly believe about that opinion, about this being a Super Bowl matchup, and I am going to give it a fat no. It will not happen. The Buffalo Bills are a team that absolutely can be in the Super Bowl conversation, but I cannot say that this is a definite Super Bowl possibility without that team having a true run game. I think that this is going to be one of the most exciting games to open up a season. Quarterbacks that, I mean, it's going to be, listen, it's going to be kind of a, a little bit of what we're going to get to see in the AFC, the AFC West, you know what I mean? Just obviously playing with the NFC team, but two gunslingers, they're going to be going at it. It's going to be awesome to see, but Buffalo doesn't have that run game. And at the end of the day, yes, I understand that this league is now built on offense and built on specialty players, but you must have a true run game. You cannot depend on your quarterback to be the main source of your rushing yards as Buffalo has. And I understand that Josh Allen is Ben Roethlisberger. I dare bring up his name. 3.0. Um, this really, is coming from him. a Ravens but, fan. But, yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, listen, he, he's, he's Ben Roethlisberger, you know, 3.0. I get it. I get it. But you got to get it back, dude. You got to get it back there. You got to get a top 10 back if you want to be involved here. Why aren't you trying to make moves to grab Kareem Hunt? I don't understand. You know he wants out. You know he wants yeah. out. Why aren't you pursuing? Trade the because, second round pick or whatever. Yeah, no. I correct. Agree. I don't get it. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Uh, I think it's Bills uh, by three and a half, personally. Um, but I don't think this right is a Super Bowl now. matchup. Two and a half? Okay, yeah. I didn't even know that. I'm just picking three and a half. Yeah, um, that's just me. Um, plus, I need their kicker to come up big because he's on my fantasy team. So 
uh, you know, give it up to him. And uh, I'm going to tell you something else. I don't, um, I don't know how good Matt Stafford is going to be this year. Is he going to be good? Yes. Is he going to be good? Yes. But is he going to be great? I don't think so. I don't think that Matt Stafford, if Deshaun Watson is playing, I don't know if Matt Stafford is a top 10 quarterback. I don't. I think he's on the edge there. I think he's on the edge there outside with Derek Carr, where one of them could take their place. I don't know. I just, I think his biggest problem is health. And you kind of see that moving into this season again. That's always been his biggest problem with Detroit is, you know, the shoulder problems, the elbow problems, then the ankle problems. Yep. And that's what he's kind of got going into this season is the elbow after he gave that check a little bit of an elbow off the side of the stage at the Super Bowl parade. So, I mean, going into this season, yes, I think he's gotten a big weapon upgrade in Allen Roberts. You like that one? Uh, A big big weapon upgrade in Allen Robinson, you know, over OBJ. I I think he's been a guy that's been in terrible situations with not very good quarterbacks to get him the football over the past, I don't know, six years of his career so far. Absolutely. Now he's finally got a guy that's willing to throw the ball down the field or hit him. Because it slants, out routes, guys that can yep. force the ball to the outside the sidelines and get it to him without it going the other way from a cornerback picking it off. So, I mean, Cooper Pup is still going to have a great season, um, even though, you know, he might get more attention with some extra safety help and whatnot. But with Sean McVay as their head coach, they're going to be an 11-plus win team again if Stafford yep. stays healthy. Because that defense is revamped. They brought in Bobby Wagner. Like, a lot of people – didn't know that coming into this week that Bobby Wagner's now on the Rams to go with Aaron Donald and the likes of that defense with Jalen Ramsey. I mean, if not, their defense is going to win them football games. Now, whether yes. Stafford yes. can go and take that next level with Sean McVay this year, um, where I didn't even think they were that great at all last year. They, other than that Cooper cup pass against Tom Brady, that got them that game winning field goal. That, what other plays on that playoff run that you really remember? You know, even the Super Bowl. I mean, OBJ had the one touchdown, but I don't know. And, uh, and I'll tell you something else, man, not to cut you off, but if OBJ hadn't gotten hurt, he's in – and I, I said I, – I've been saying this since the day of the Super Bowl. When I watch it, he also won me money, so God bless him. Um, he, he would have had a chance to be the MVP of that game because they were doubling Cup so much. I mean, dude, he was going off yeah, when, no, was. when that game was going down. He was, he was going crazy. And, you know, also, dude, have you, by the way, got to ask you a quick question about this. Have you seen any images or video of him recently? Who? He's of OBJ. Oh, no. He is massive right now. Dude, his abs are the size. You can't, you can't see it because of the background. His abs are the size of an iPhone because he hasn't been able to run. Mm. So all he's been doing is working out and getting swole. He looks like he's going to be a tight end. I mean, he's massive right now, yeah. dude. It's crazy. Jeez. All right, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, then on the flip side of what you're kind of talking about with the Bills there, right, right, is that running game. I do like that trade for Kareem Hunt. I don't know why they don't pull that trigger, but I think the reason they don't is because they spent, what, a third-round pick on James Cook, Dalvin Cook's brother from Georgia, uh, to be that third-down running back for them and maybe take over for Devin Singletary. But, you know, you've seen Singletary over the past two years now with that offense, and he, they just can't rely on him to get anything going. 
Uh, you made a couple yeah. upgrades on the offensive line. Maybe that gives you a better push for the run blocking wise, but no, I agree with you. I think Kareem Hunt would be a great fit for a team that's ripe to make a playoff push. Now, Harry, what do you think this game? I mean, the over under is 51 and a half. I mean, we're going with the yeah. over. Uh, I mean, money line is 135 in favor of the Bills. Uh, bills are favored by two and a half points. Obviously, you said you like them three and a half. So, I mean, I guess you're definitely going with the Bills. But what do you think about the over? Do you think that both these teams are going to come out and sling the ball like they did at the end of last season? Or do you think maybe this could be a little bit of a letdown? Both defenses have gotten a lot better. They've heard the noise that, you know, that the Bills did for sure against Patrick Mahomes, uh, that they couldn't play any defense. Or is this going to be a slugfest tonight? Well, here's what I'm going to say. If If there's an offense that's going to be a disappointment, if that's even possible, it's not both teams. It's going to be the Buffalo Bills because there's no question about it. This, this I would, I would LA Rams. Okay, well, uh, we'll we'll get to go that. Ahead. And this is going to be like a little Shannon Sharp Skip Bayless type yeah. deal. Where nice I'm going to get That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. You're Skip. I'm Shannon because I'm because I'm wearing Shannon's last jersey, Baltimore Raven. He is not remembered as a Denver Bronco. He is remembered as a Baltimore Raven. So let me move on. Um, I just I think that the Rams defense is legit. I think that they know how to shut down really any quarterback. I, I do believe that. I mean, we see we saw what they did now. Now uh, I'm disproving my own point in the same sentence, but we saw what they did against against Tom Brady before he allegedly was going to retire in that first half of that game. Then Tom obviously came back. It looked like it was, you know, Super Bowl, whatever again, 51 against the Falcons, or he's come back it's within a field goal. You know, the Rams kick the field goal. They go on. They go on to win the NFC Championship, then to the Super Bowl. But the point being is that they were shutting down the GOAT for an entire half. They had his number for an entire half. They went on and, you know, they they know how to get after the quarterback. But more beyond that, dude, their, their coaching is just ridiculous. That Sean McVay is this young and knows how to control his offense at the level that he does and the hands of the coaching staff that he's put in for this defense. I mean, dude, they're crazy. Aaron, Don- Aaron Donald has nothing to prove anymore. He's going to play lights out. He's got his ring. He's ready to do his thing. Again, another guy who's got abs the size of an iPhone, right? I mean, on top of that, you got Ramsey there. I mean, dude, just two standout major players. And they're guys that work in the trenches. These are going to be guys that, that are going to be featured on Made Man all the time. because. This is just a team that's going to be working through battles that I don't think really anybody else in the NFC will, at least on the defensive end. And I'm also going to tell you, I think that um, I, I don't, I don't think that the Bills have enough of a diverse portfolio um, to to get as far as people think that they will. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm gonna say one last thing. When NFL, whoever it was on Instagram, came out with the top five quarterbacks or whatever that they rated they gave josh allen number one over patrick mahomes i don't care who the hell you are you don't have a ring yet dude he does so you're not number one in my eyes um you're just not and i I think that uh the rams are going to come to play they're the super bowl champs they want to show that they can possibly do it again um, but overall, to answer the overall question as I go on this long tangent, dude, I think it's going to be the over. I think it's going to be a slugfest. I think that both of these teams, dude, I think that this game could be crazy. You know, I think that both of these teams could absolutely score easily, easily each team could score 
over, you know, 49 points. There's no question about it. Um, That'd be an exciting so we'll Thursday night. Very exciting. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Now, whether you're sipping on, you know, a nice cold one, alcohol or not, enjoy it. Bet responsibly if you are wagering in it a little <laughs> bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, last thing on this real quick. Yeah. What we kind of talked about, right? All these guys that the Rams have brought in, they don't care about draft picks, right? No. Why don't the Bills do that? Why don't the Bills, like we were saying with Kareem Hunt, why don't they go and trade these assets to go make that run? Because right now, you saw it with Tampa Bay. They went, traded a bunch, got Tom Brady, went a ring. Rams, go, trade a bunch, get Matt Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, and the like, get a ring. You know, right. that's kind of been the trend in the NFL. NFL is a copycat league. Why aren't the Buffalo Bills doing that? Is my question. They've drafted the guys like Poyer, Allen. Um, yeah, you traded for Diggs. I'll give you that. No, they did yeah. do that. But I mean, other than that, other than the Diggs move, they really haven't gone out and gotten those big names that could push you over the top. Maybe you're sacrificing the future a little bit because all your guys are young. What do you think? Well, do you think the NFL trends that follows? With the trading of the picks, or do you think that the Bills are going to set the new mold where you go and you draft again and you build it through the quarterback and the young depth? I'm going to go with with a, a different take on the question, Trilly. I think that the Bills have a little bit of a Green Bay Aaron Rodgers syndrome. I think that they see their quarterback as a guy that can get them out of anything and always make them relevant. And we don't have to go and, and look for real receiver talent. In fact, we can let them go. We can let him ride out to the sunset to Vegas to yeah. go play with Derek Carr. You know, yeah. we can let him go. Um, you know, obviously, as you said, the one that stands out there, obviously, is Stefan Diggs. You can't overlook that. But again, as you mentioned, who else? Right. You're talking about this guy who, again, he's going to be in that, you know, uh, uh, the way that Allen is moving right now, he will be on par. It is incredible, the quarterback play that we're going to get to witness in our lifetime. It's completely different than what our parents did. It's just completely different. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, Elway, Montana, Marino, absolutely stunning athletes, amazing at what they did. Randall. But these guys that are coming up right now, what? Randall Cunningham. Yeah. yeah. The ultimate weapon, He's, dude. Come on. Wait a second. No, 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 no. How could I forget? Nick Foles. Yeah. But, but we're talking about guys that the way that they're moving, guys like Patrick Mahomes, guys like Justin Herbert, guys like Josh Allen, guys like Aaron Rodgers, guys like the GOAT Tom Brady that are going on to outlive these shadows. So to answer the question, what I think is that the Bills are going to be relevant always because they're going to have they're going to make sure that they keep Stefan. But listen, Allen's always going to be able to deliver you when healthy, a minimum of 10 wins all by himself through his IQ, through his throwing ability, through his motion. That's who he is. But also, dude, you got you to gotta recognize, are they going to get a hint of what New England did at times, right, towards the end of New England? Are the Bills going to become a team that feels safe in their division? Because who can really stop them right now? I mean, Miami's got a great defense, yes, but is Tua really the guy? I don't think so. I don't think that Tua is going to be able to use Tyreek Hill the way that he needs to. They've got a great setup right now just like the Green Bay Packers did for so long. So that's my answer to that. Well, hey, dude, threw a lot of good points out there. Um, and I agree. Uh, I like that Aaron Rodgers kind of Tom Brady mold where, you know, go and we're just going to do it with him. He can get us out yep. of it. Now, from that, talking about the division a little bit where you like your situation there, 
Let's move to the AFC West, which is absolutely loaded, dude. Let's do A this. division where you can't get away with just, you know, throwing anybody out there. You got to go and you got to make moves. You got the Chiefs. I know, man. With, you know, Patty Mahomes, you know, you're, you're number one guy there, right? You got the yep. Raiders with Derek Carr, prayers up for Derek, you know, and Devontae Adams bringing him in. They got that duo. They've been wanting to play together since Fresno State. They finally got it. Yeah. You got the Chargers and Herbert. You got Khalil Mack to go with uh, Bosa on that defensive line with uh, with the safety. I'm um, blanking on his name right now. Um, uh, Derwin James, great defense to go along with Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and Mike Williams. I mean, this, and then you go, let's ride. Let's yeah. ride, Bronco Nation. Let's ride with Russell Wilson coming in there, with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I mean, that's a stacked division. You can't be complacent. Yeah. These teams have all gone out, and they've made moves to get better. It's the best where, division in football. Where are we starting here, Harry? What team do you want to look at first? Well, dude, I think the team that we have to talk about first is the team that made the biggest move in that division. And who is that? That's the Denver Broncos, dude. They went out and got their franchise guy. Just signed it. Just signed him to two hundred ninety-five million dollars, dude. Yeah. I mean, Russell, dude, has the ability now. I'm gonna tell you. I mean, obviously, who was the guy? I'm sorry that I'm blanking on his name. Who's the young dude that went down about three weeks ago? Young guy for Denver. Their young receiver. It's his. I think it's his sophomore year. Jerry Judy. Big loss. Everybody was talking about it. He's out for the season now during the preseason. The season. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. All right, while while you look that up, I'm gonna make my point. Yeah. I think that Russell's got the ability now, dude. He's going to get back to that to that Seahawks mentality of going to back-to-back Super Bowls, dude. This uh, is a guy. You Tim got him? Patrick. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Thank you. Tim you Patrick. Forgot, I forgot about him, too. Yeah. And he's, um, he was a really good receiver last year for them. Really good receiver, correct. You know, Russell, dude, uh, people do not give him his flowers, dude. I mean, we uh, he has the ability to be a top – five quarterback in the league year after year we're talking about a guy that with the hand injuries in his own huddle you go left you go right and break during three hours before the game when he's not even going to be putting on pads right mental reps we're talking dude. about mental a, reps come on mental reps a gunslinger like them all i, I you know uh, an incredible throw of the football uh an even smarter mobile quarterback i can't believe i'm going to say that well not a smart mo- mobile wise but he's there. Here's what I'll say. Russell Wilson, and I can't believe I'm saying this while I wear his jersey, but Russell Wilson is everything that Lamar Jackson wants to become. He is a quarterback that is going to take over this division. But is he going to be able to when he's dealing with Patrick Mahomes, as you noted, Justin Herbert, who's absolutely a top six quarterback coming up, just doesn't have the mental IQ yet and is so young. And then Derek Carr, who's always on that fringe, man. I want to ask you, dude, do you think that Denver has the ability to either win or come in second in that division? Do you think, well, let's just go with win. Do they have the ability to win this division? Can they? Yes. I a hundred percent think, I think all four teams can, they have the talent around them. Uh, Their biggest thing is their defense. I mean, you got Chubb, you got a couple other young guys there that they've been building around over the last four years, whether they can step up to that elite, um, not even have to be elite, but just be able to not give up 30 plus points, you know, because these other offenses Absolutely. in your division are going to put it up, whether They're you can put it up them to less than 21 points and give your offense a chance. That's going to be the biggest thing. 
for all four of these teams is holding it below that 21 point range. And then that gives your team a shot week in and week out. I mean, I'm just trying to pull up right here. I mean, the Raiders are set over under eight and a half, right? I'm trying to look for the Broncos. Are you on, by the way, are you looking at Vegas Insider? Yeah. Vegas um, Insider, and, if you want to spot if you want to sponsor us, please, please yeah. do. Any of the other sports books, everybody's shelling out money. We're the next big hottest thing here at Cold One Conversations. So, I mean, we're up and coming. We're ready to rock and roll. We're ready to do whatever. I got my chest hairs out for the first episode of the season. We're pumped up. We're jacked up. We're ready to freaking go, baby. All right? That's right. So, let's get into it a little bit more here, Harry, because the first week, there's going to be a test in this division, and that's the Chargers versus the Raiders. Where are we looking? Who are we feeling? How do we feel about Devontae Adams on this Raiders team? Uh, does that make a big difference for that offense with Darren Waller? I mean, Josh Jacobs, they've been kind of fading him, it looks like. Right. He might not be giving right. him the total workload that he has had in the past. You got Hunter right. Renfro got a bag, too. I mean, that offense is ready to rock and roll. Can the defense step up and be able to the, keep the keep the other teams below 21 points? And who's the Raiders head coach right now? Is it, uh, is it, uh, is it Mc, McDaniels? Is it it is McDaniels the, from, from the Pats. Uh, yeah, from the, the Pats. Yeah. Offensive line coach. Yeah. Also burned a lot of bridges when he was supposed to take over Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, has gotten a lot of Super Bowls, helped coach the greatest quarterback of all time. Here's what I'm going to tell you, man. I just I, I dis- the one thing I disagreed with that you said before is I, I don't think that every team in that division has the ability to win it. Really? Um, yeah, the one team that I would say that that right now can't because of the addition of Russ is the chargers. I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're there yet with now Russell, another top 10 quarterback being in this division. And I also say that because as you noted, Devonte Adams, you, you know, it, it's so interesting when you can find a receiver that can guarantee you a game, you know, who are some receivers that come, that come to mind that can do that. Devonte Adams, the first guy I think of second Cooper cup, third, Stefan Diggs, right? Fourth, Tyreek Hill uh, slash Travis Kelsey, you know, um, Mark conversation, but not fully yet, you know, but really these four guys. And what I'll say is to look at, you know, when we're looking at this game, I think that Vegas, dude, I think they're going to come out strong. I really do. But I still don't believe that. I think, I think that they, if I had to pick the order of this division right now before week one on Sunday, who wins it? I think it's Denver. I think it's, I think it's Denver, um, KC, Chargers, Vegas. I think that for some reason, I think that Carr is going to slow down. I think he's going to be a gunslinger for the first 12 games. And then something to me says, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, I don't care what Devontae says. Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be able to throw the ball. And listen, Aaron Rodgers isn't even Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not some great human being. You couldn't get it done in Lambeau when it was snowing, dude. You're done. You're done against Jimmy G. You know what I mean? My point being is, uh, listen, man, I told you this when, when, the, when, when these trades happened. I called you while I was at school. The overs every time are going to be above 51 points. It's going to be crazy. I mean, this it's game be crazy. is 50, 52 and a half for this game. You got the dude, I mean, you got the Chargers favored by three and a half. It's crazy stuff, dude. I, I I don't know. Chargers are favored. Yeah, three and a half. 
It's at home at, in uh in Los Angeles. Three and a half. Oh, that's I would hammer that Raiders money line. I'd ham I'd hammer that Raiders money line. I well, think that they hold go on to on the that one and we'll win. build a little bit of an under yeah. hungry dog parlay for the end of the show but, here. But I want to know what do you what do you think about that game? You know, you're looking at you're looking at Vegas, you know, you're looking at Los Angeles. What do you think about this matchup? Do you think that is my prediction wrong about Herbert? Can he tell me why I'm wrong that he could win it? And at the same time, what do you expect to come out of that game? Yeah, I mean, I think you're a little nuts saying that they're the only team that can't win it. I think they're the only other team that can take the Chiefs, honestly. I think the Broncos have gotten a lot better with Russ. But like I was saying, that defense is still not there, I don't think. Yeah. Um, And same with the Raiders. They, They both have made steps and strides to get better. They're going to win eight-plus football games, it's going to be a very tight division as what Vegas is kind of saying here with the Chiefs at plus 175, Chargers at 220, and the Broncos at 260. Those three teams, very close that they got there in Vegas, all for the top of that division, then the Raiders are 650. So it's going to be a very tight division. I think the Chargers have the best shot. Uh, If you look at it, you're looking at a Joe Burrow next step in Justin Herbert. You have the weapons in it. Uh, you just got to hope that your guys stay healthy. Keenan Allen's always had hammy issues. Same with Mike Williams. Austin Eckler has been a dog. Took him in a couple fantasy leagues. Hopefully he can keep being that dog. Um, that defense has gotten tremendously better under a new, uh, you know, second year head coach. He's learned a lot out there in Staley. Um, maybe don't go for it so many times on fourth down this year. Yeah. You'll, you'll keep yeah. yourself in tighter games with field goals uh, as they almost blew a game to the Eagles last year because they went for it so many times on fourth down. Um, or was that because the Eagles are so good? No, the Eagles were not that good last year. <laughs> I was at that game. The Eagles had no right to be in it, but because the the Chargers kept going on it for four, on fourth down and not taking their field goals, the game was a lot closer than it should have been. Um, Most so, money I ever spent on a game was this past season, Ravens versus Ravens versus Chargers. And I thought it was going to be a select fest. I thought it was going to be awesome if the Ravens wiped the floor with them. They wiped the floor with them. Sorry, go ahead. No, um, but yeah, that's where I'm kind of coming from. I think the Chargers take this division. I think Patty Mahomes losing Tyreek Hill. Wow. You can't replace a guy like Tyreek Hill, dude. You can throw a Sky Moore in there. You can throw a Juju Smith-Schuster out there doing TikToks. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. What are they doing? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is he really that running back? Is he going to bounce back? You're putting it all on, on Kelsey and Mahomes. I don't think they've gotten better on defense, really. They haven't really picked up too many guys. You lost Tyron Matthew. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot to pick up after, you know, going on this long stretch of playing deep into the playoffs the past couple of years. It, it takes a toll on these guys' bodies unless you're on the TB12 yeah. diet, you know? So it, it's going to be a lot for them to repeat again. I think these teams are hungry. Yeah. I think they've learned as the Chargers have, I think they're ready to bounce back. And I would like that 220 for them to take the division. I like them to cover that three and a half. I think they win by at least 10 against the Raiders. So maybe what we're going to have to do here, especially when Colin conversation takes off and, you know, we got, you know, 33 million, you know, viewers, you know, a video. Mm -hmm. What we're going to have to do is I'm going to have to move to Philly We'll get a studio so that that way I can make these bets because in my homegrown city, it's not legal here yet, dude. It's legal with you. I gotta call you're my book team right now. 
I gotta, I gotta send you money. We, we We're not gonna caught. say through what. We're not gonna say through what. But I gotta send you money. Maybe I send you it in the mail in a brown bag. You place the bet. It wins. You take a certain percentage off, which we'll talk off camera about. And you know, we just make a killing. I mean, honestly, if you're looking for sharps, that's what you got here. You know, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we could we'll literally be Mark Cuban's next investment. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's gonna, you know, unlike Big Cat, he's gonna invest in our brains. All right. All right. Let's do a little uh let's do a little over under on the AFC. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to kind of dive into your division, honestly, next and go good. over their over unders because I think that's another I'm, really good I'm division. Stacked. Yep, I'm I'm ready to shoot at the hip, so I'm gonna let you take the lead because I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it. All right, I want your thoughts on the quarterback situation going down there in Pittsburgh first, because I know oh, you geez, love Louise. Fat Boy Ben's gone. You got oh jeez Louise. You got the man, the myth, the legend, Mitch Trubisky in there. Yep, yeah. We got we got ten minutes so left on this Zoom. I'll so, be quick. He's not um he's not ready for what that for what that division is going to bring defensively. He's not. Um, I think that he's a decent number two, but he damn well sure is not a starter in a division that has a completely healthy Browns defense, Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's defense, and most importantly, a completely healthy Ravens defense. The secondary for the Ravens, you've got Humphrey and Peterson, who both went down by week four and six of this past season, who are both, Without a doubt, um, you know, you know, first team. Uh, why can I not say this? Why am I blanking right all now? Pro. pro, all pro and pro bowlers. I mean, we're talking about guys that that headhunt and know how to make a great pick. Um, and he's not ready for it, dude. Uh, I think that this is going to be one of the Steelers' first year where they absolutely have the ability to go below five hundred. Yeah, um, well, that's what I was going to follow up here with that over-under for the Steelers, seven and a half. The first time Mike Tomlin, his whole career coaching for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers, hasn't had a below 500 season. Is this yeah. the first year? Are you taking that under seven and a half for the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, I'm still giving them the nod. I put them at nine and eight. I went through all the games. I went through all the games that they've got coming up. And both, I, I'm going to be honest, because you know I'm not a wishy-washy fan. Both. A lot of AFC North games out of, you know, uh, there's there's some there's some touchy games here that are easy wins. And I'm going to be honest, I think that they clean up now with Deshaun out. I think that they clean up on the Jets. I think they clean up on New England. Um, and I'm going to tell you something, man. There's always this time when the, when two of the teams in PA, one plays super good, one plays super bad, and that's the Eagles and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I see the Eagles being a great team, but I see them giving up to uh, to the Steelers coming week. I had them lose. I had them winning that game week eight. That's just one game that I see them winning that they should not win. And then, dude, they play the Saints, a walkthrough team as well. The Falcons, a walkthrough team. And the Panthers, again, a walkthrough team with no legitimate offense. And the Steelers have a great defense. There's no, there's no question about it. And an absolutely solid run game. I'm going to give them the nine and eight, but at the end of the day, you know, are could they possibly go below that? Only get eight wins, maybe even seven, hundred percent. Yeah, I think they go below five hundred. I think they got a great defense, but that offense, Claypool, Jarnis Johnson. Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't think you have it. Najee Harris is not ready. Back, but you're putting a lot of workload. 
And I think through halfway through the season, they're going to realize what they got with Mitch. They're going to roll with Kenny Pickett after letting him sit for a little bit, let him get some experience when they realize, hey, maybe this isn't our year. We'll get him in now. He'll be ready to rock and roll next year, revamp the team, and then then they'll be a scary team after Kenny Pickett gets some reps. But you think that he's legitimate? You think he's real? I think he's good. I thought the Giants should have took him. I would have been scared if the Giants took him, you know? I guess, man. I think it was a waste of the pick for the Steelers personally, but keep going with what you were saying. Let's keep going to the AFC North. Yeah, let's keep going with that now. You got the defending AFC champions in the division. Oh, geez, Louise. Cincinnati Bengals. They came on, shocked the world. Joe Burr. Don't even talk to me about it. Joe Burr comes in. Don't Dazzles, even talk to blows me up your Ravens. Uh, yeah. Blows up your Ravens. I know he scored 82 points. I know the score. 82 points on the season, 41 and 41, both home and away. Ridiculous. I mean, and they've only gotten better. They've had that experience now. Now, could he go through that slump after a long season like that where teams do tend to step back? Uh, I mean, they're sitting at nine and, a half, nine and a half wins on the year. That's what we're looking at. That's a lot, especially with this tough division where the Steelers could steal a game. Maybe the Bengals when that guy comes back on the other – not the Bengals, the Browns. If that guy comes back, and then you got a Ravens team that's revamped on defense now, finally getting guys healthy. What do you think of that Bengals team? Dude, I, I think that, I mean, listen, I got my Ravens winning the division. We'll get to them next. Um, I think that the Bengals are going to be legitimate, but I think they take a step back. I got them at 11 and six or 12 and five. Uh, and the reason why I say that is this, dude. Last season, they won the division, obviously. They won the AFC, obviously. But, dude, they went against teams that were brutal and battered. You went against a Ravens def- a Ravens team that did not have either of its starting backs in Dobbins or Edwards, lost the majority of its starting defense, and put put its uh, leadership into Patrick Queen in his sophomore year. And then, you what, you got Hollywood Brown, the third most dropped receiver. On top of that, you got Ben Roethlisberger being Ben Roethlisberger on the sideline eating cheeseburger in between plays. So you know you're obviously going to roll him. And then with the Browns, Baker couldn't get it done. I think that they are legitimate, but I don't think that they're a returning AFC or Super Bowl team. I think they take a step back. I think Joe Burrow's the real deal. But I'm going to tell you something, dude. You're going against real defenses this year. He's going to get hit a lot more. Yeah, and you saw that his rookie year where – they, they brought in Lyle Collins now to try to solidify that offensive line a little bit more where he got hit after, you know, one after another in the Super Bowl yep. where he was just trying to fight to save his life and almost still won it. Now, that being said, you're right. That division has gotten a lot better. Now the quarterback situation is up in the air for two of the teams, maybe three. Who knows what happens with Lamar? I'll let you get to that in a second. Uh-huh. But these defenses are legit. They're ready to rock and roll. The a- the AFC North is always a slugfest battle week in and week out. I think this is going to be the first upset where I'm going to take the under for their for their wins on the season. I'm going nine wins for them, not 10. Nine and a half is the line. I'm going to go with that nine spot. Maybe they get into the playoffs as a wild card spot there. They would have to fight with one of those AFC West teams for that playoff spot. Are they really at nine and a half, dude? I didn't yeah. even see that. Yeah. Send me that. I can't. Why can't I see that? I'm on the website right now, and I can't see over unders on the season right now. Vegas well, either way, we'll get to that later. Yeah. We'll get to that later. But that is absolutely. I mean, I think that that's a little low for them. But hey, 
I would love it. I can't stand the Bengals. I mean, listen, I was giving them the nod in, in the Super Bowl, obviously. I didn't care who won it. I just wanted to make money. That was accomplished. God bless. Um, but yeah, man, no, I, I quickly, before we go, let, let's before, you know, with the last two and a half minutes, let's spend the two last two and a half minutes on the team that only deserves two and a half minutes. And that's the Cleveland Browns. I mean, what a shit show. What a shit show. I mean, that, and that's the only way you could say it. I mean, dude, they are a team that has had caliber after caliber for the past almost three years on paper to be an AFC championship team, if not a Super Bowl team. What did you and I say, dude, two years ago when we thought that that Aaron Rodgers was going to be leading Green Bay? You and I both said he should be looking to go to the Browns. That's a team that's best set up right now. He's got a phenomenal defense, strong tight ends, and decent wide receivers. And now, dude, you got no solid quarterback going on. The guy that you just paid the most money to pretty much out of the whole league besides Patrick Mahomes can't come back for 11 games. Um, I got them, you know, I only have them winning seven. I only have them winning seven games right now. I have them at seven and 10. I could see them going even lower than that, dude. I have them being dead last in the division. Yeah. No, I agree with that, especially with with Watson being out for those 11 games. It hurts. Yeah. If they, if they had him. For after the what the original six game suspension, I would like their chances a little bit more for fighting Absolutely. for a wild card spot. Eleven games is a lot. I mean, you're you're banking you're banking on Jacoby Brissett being the backup there. I mean, he's always okay for spurts, but eleven games that's a lot to ask. Eleven for. games. That's you a have season, a great bro. defense, but you went from Jarvis Landry, OBJ to I don't even know who their receivers are anymore. Me neither. You know? Yeah. So it's gonna be tough for the Brownies. Where you, you got rid of the guy. This is my one big point here that I want to say. You got rid of the guy who got you to the playoffs. You guys have sucked for 20 years. You've been having brown bags over your head. You got the one guy that got you to the promised land, to the playoffs. Yep. You beat the Steelers in a playoff game in Pittsburgh. And you said he had one bad year. See you later, Baker. Come on now. Come on. Now you got a good quarterback. All other things inside. He can play. So that's okay. But man, the way they just threw him out the door is yeah. disgusting, honestly. The guy did so much for their community, for that football team, to turn them into somewhat close of contenders, and they just yep. threw him out the window. So I'm a little I'm a little disgusted with that franchise. As the, you had a chance to clean it up, you didn't. Moving on. Now let's take a quick break. Let's let Harry regroup here before we get into we'll get into both birds on the other side, the Ravens and the That's Eagles. right. Give it to me. All right, we're back. We're back. You listen to Colwyn Conversations. It's Brendan Petrilli. It's Harry Heaps. We're here, and we're talking to Baltimore Ravens now, who will be the winners of the AFC North. This is my team, diehard fan. I'm wearing the Lamar jersey. It's our first episode. Let's get right into it. Number one, Trilly, I got, I got the Ravens here. I got the Ravens posted at 12 wins, five losses, possibly 13 and four. And I'm going to tell you why. This team is coming. Hey, it's a lot of wins and it's a great team. And you know what great teams do? They win. So here's my point. Thank you. What do I know? So Ravens are back, baby. We're healthy. We're ready to go. Our only true opposition is that we don't truly have a number one wide receiver, but I'm not here to look at the negatives. I'm here to tell you about the positives. Lamar Jackson is ready to be back in that MVP conversation. 
our offensive line is weaponized up and ready to protect him. We have both of our starting backs finally back. The steal of your fantasy draft, by the way, for all of our listeners, for anybody that got Dobbins, will be Dobbins. Everybody forgets he was a top 10 running back in 2020. He gets injured, obviously, this past season. Everybody forgets who he is and what he does. He's going to be lighting up the field this year. That was going to be one of my questions. Yep. Following that, the true number one tight end in the league, Mark Andrews, will be unstoppable this year. As per usual, the red zone target, the all-around field target that anybody would pay and anybody would want. Beyond that, our defense is tuned up and ready to go. There's not going to be another team within the AFC North that's going to get after quarterbacks the way that we are. I'm not saying that we're going to lead the team, that we're going to lead the AFC in picks in pick sixes, but I'm also saying that we won't. There's a possibility, man. We got headhunters on this team. We're ready to go. Um, I think the Ravens got a great schedule this year. I think that we're going to start off strong with three wins out of the gate. Probably our first loss, if it if there even is going to be one, against Buffalo at 4-1, then another three I got following, losing to Tampa. Possibly. Um, I think the Ravens are ready to go this year, dude. Um, and I think that I'm a little – worried but we'll get into this afterwards i want to first hear about my uh what you think about my over-unders but i'm a little worried about this contract going on we'll talk about that after you give me your response to uh to what i just said yeah i think that contract with lamar jackson is going to be the reason why they ball out this year Uh, i think he's a guy that's always he's he's hungry you know coming out of louisville uh everybody wanted him to change the wide receiver or running back you're not a quarterback lamar comes out wins an mvp you know comes out rushing leader, you know, almost uh, as a quarterback. Uh, 2,000 rushing yards back to back. He comes out after taking a massive dump in a playoff game. Not a playoff game, but whatever. A big game against the Browns. Waddles out the end zone, comes back and leads a game-winning drive. The guy's just got dog in him. Uh, And I think that's the biggest reason why they're going to win over 10 games this year. Uh, And they're going to win that division. Because he knows he's got to go. He's already proved it. But now he's just going to rub it in their face and be like, all right, you saw that money Deshaun got? I want an extra 15. You know, I want an extra 20. I want an extra 50. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, that's what's going to happen. It's going to screw the Ravens over. Because guess what? You don't have any wide receivers. How are you going to be able to pay them after you get Lamar this money? That's going to be the biggest thing is that you don't have them. You got Bateman. You got a couple other young guys there. Uh, He's not ready. Mark Andrews solid top two tight end in the league. Uh, and then what I was going to ask you was what you thought about J.K. Dobbins. I'm in on him too. Uh, I, I drafted him in a couple fantasy leagues past couple nights. I think he's ready to bounce back. That Ravens team is looking for a bell cow. They're looking for a guy to get 20 carries a game yeah. to help Lamar out. And J.K. Yep. can do it. Shown that you can do it. All he's got to do is just be healthy. Whether that's going to be an issue or not, who knows? Uh, we'll see bouncing back, but that's the biggest concern because that defense is always ready to rock and roll. They've had the guys for years now. They've only done is just add more and more to Humphrey and the likes Patrick queen. Uh, you got Kyle Hamilton there now from Notre Dame, shout out Notre Dame. They fought hard this past weekend against Ohio state. They played well, but a loss is a loss. No moral victories, but you can't just rely on Lamar and the rushing game. Like you said earlier, when we very first started talking about NFL here on cold one conversations, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube page, click the bell. So you get all the notifications when we go live and put up our shorts and the like, but you can't win 
on a running game. The Eagles can't do it. They proved it last year. You can win regular season football games, but when it comes down to it, to the postseason, can they compete with the Buffalo Bills? Can they compete with the um, the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the, the, Raiders. the Broncos? You know those yeah. teams out in the West that just sling the ball. No, no, you can't in the postseason. Not 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 when you're dealing with teams that have the weapons that they do. You can't. You know, and and that and and that is what the worry is, man. And Bateman is not ready. You can't put on a sophomore. I don't care who you are. You know, and this is a thing that we're going to come probably in, in some show segments that are coming up in the following weeks that all of our viewers, listeners, and watchers are going to get to see about made men and also about you know, um, you know, the made men segment about three years in the league. You can't ask guys that are this young to be your franchise yet. You can't. You know, you see this with quarterbacks. This is why so many quarterbacks, especially when they're in bad, uh, bad teams with bad ownership and bad front offices, when you put that all on them, these young guys, they can't handle it. I can't ask Bateman to be, you know, the number one receiver for the Baltimore Ravens, one of the best d- defensive divisions in NFL history and still currently. You know, it, it's 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 going to be hard. Um the thing, uh, the thing that's going to be crippling, man, is if we give Lamar the money that the market will bear, that any team would pay him. Because if Lamar was on the market today, he would not be on the market for more than 20 minutes. It's, it's going to cripple us. It's going to cripple us worse than it did when we gave Joe Flacco his contract after we won a Super Bowl. We haven't even made to an AFC championship yet with this guy. And we're talking about giving him money that was – that's twice that now. You know, back then, I think he signed 100 and I think it was $125, million. No, that's nothing today. That's like, I mean, what are we talking about? A second, yeah, what are we talking about? A second string here? I mean, come yeah. on, let's bring out the big dough. You know what I mean? Dude, Mitch is making um, more than that, bro. I think. You know? No way. Close. No way. Nah, probably not. Well, either way, that now that's ridiculous. But we don't think, I check. mean, yeah, we don't fact check here. Uh, that's another rule that you'll learn about us. But the point being is, man, is that we got to go out and we've got to invest money into this offense to go get a guy that can be that number one receiver. But we've also got to hold our quarterback, my franchise quarterback, got to hold his feet to the fire. Everybody does know, listen, I, I, I can't stand when people say truly, and you know this about me, oh, we're going to be able to stop Lamar. No, you're not. He's proved that you can. You don't know how to stop him but you do know how to stop his throwing game because when you cut off the middle of the field, he doesn't know how to make it work. He doesn't know how to make it work. He's got to get, yep. He's got to get pushed beyond that. A quarterback's got to be able to make those throws. Otherwise he's just going to turn out to be a much better version of Cam Newton. And I'm afraid of that. I think that this is the year for him to, Oh, I, I, you know, you know me, I'm a realist. I think that this is the year that he can overturn that. I think he's got the, the offensive power to, he wants the money, but the big thing is, is Steve Bouchotti going to step up and say, listen, I'm going to give you a bunch of guaranteed money um, so that it doesn't affect our cap. And that's going to come right out of his pocket. You know, guaranteed money comes right from the owner and it doesn't affect your cap. And you know that Lamar's agent, who, by the way, if you don't know this, is his mother. She wants her baby boy to get all that he deserves. And what he does deserve is $200 million plus. When Kyler Murray, who's not even in the same level as you, just signed a $250 million deal. Yeah. I mean, you just and you just signed uh what, what did Deshaun get? Deshaun got 
all guaranteed uh, 230 guaranteed 250 all guaranteed, guaranteed. Two, yeah. exactly fully guaranteed and he, yeah fully yeah exactly thank you fully guaranteed so you know lamar is going to be looking for that type of money the question is is steve buscati going to step up i think that i think the reason why the deal hasn't gotten done yet is because steve's not willing to do it and here's the other thing man that we both know and that i'm going to rest my mouth um Next year, if we let this thing go, where Lamar will technically be going into his last year on his rookie deal, quarterbacks are going to be worth even more. It's not going to be 230. It's not going to be 250. It's going to be 275. It's going to be 285 because the market always goes up for these athletes. Sign him now, get it done. But also, he needs to understand that if he gets the money that he wants, he won't be a winning quarterback because Mark Andrews is going to leave in two years. Dobbins will leave in two years. Humphrey will leave in two years. The thing, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, that's it. The thing that is troubling for you now, this is a bad time for him. Well, not for him. It's a good time for him, but a bad time for the Ravens to have him go into free agency now where he could just walk because you got guys like in your division, Joe Burrow is coming up on his third year. That's when the guys yep. get the big money. Justin Herbert, third year. Yep. That's when the guys get the big money. They're all going to wait, and they're going to see who gets the money first. That's going to set this next offseason, and then they're just going to go, you see him? I want more than that, and I want more than that guy. That's just the way it's been going for quarterbacks in the NFL, and now it's put the Ravens in a handcuff, and that's why he's going to go out. Lamar Jackson is going to have an Aaron Judge type year. He's going to hit, call his shot, hit some dingers. He's going to run the ball all over the place, maybe sling it, yeah. show that he can do it, go out, and he's going to get the bag this offseason after the Ravens win 12-plus games. Let me ask you a quick question here, Trilly. I think the only two quarterbacks that are, that are in the league right now that could get a 10-year deal like Patrick Mahomes are Burrow and Herbert. They're the only two guys that I think could get that type of deal. And they're going to get I it don't this offseason. That's right, and they're going to get it this offseason. And if they get it this offseason, then we're really done. Yeah. Because if we can't figure this out, because here's the thing, dude. If we can't figure this out and Lamar goes to free agency, somebody will pay him. Somebody will go get him. The Seahawks will find a way to get some money, and they'll go get him. The Dallas. 49ers – no whack. If if they if they don't win the division with Dak, the birds blow them out in the division, and, and and they're not winning the division. There's our segue. We're gonna stop talking Ravens. Either way, they're winning the AFC North. They're coming for that AFC Championship, and they're coming for that Super Bowl title, baby. All right, let's talk a little birds here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, let me set you up with what I, with 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 a few questions real quick. Number one, is this the year that? Truly, is this the year that Hurts proves that he's a franchise quarterback? That's the biggest question for this Eagles team, dude. I, uh, every time you listen to the Sports Talk Radio, you know, you listen to my boy Hunter Brody at Broads Media. Go subscribe to them, too. I run the YouTube page. and Mark Farzetta at the Farzy Show. Um, little insider trading. Keep going. Nah, they're my boys. I work for the YouTube pages for them. Been grinding. Uh, we, we all want to lift each other up here. But every time you, right. you, you listen to any of these guys talk is it's Hurts. It's all on Hurts. You've gone out. You've gotten the guys on defense. You draft Jordan Davis. You bring Fletcher Cox back. You got Brandon Graham healthy now after the Achilles from last year. You get Hassan Reddick early in free agency. A 
good pass rusher coming home. Temple made Temple proud. T for Temple U. Fight, fight, fight for the cherry and the white. And then you go and you get Nakobe Dean to, and then you go and you get Kaiser White at linebacker. You finally got some linebackers. You got Darius Slay, who's got that swag to him. You go out and you get James Bradbury after he gets cut by the Giants, a guy who was an all-pro two years ago. He wants that. He comes in here, and he all he is is he's focused. He's ready to get back to that Pro Bowl caliber, and he wants to go and shove it up their butts up there in New York, and he's, real, and he's willing to prove it where he's only got to be the second guy now. Then you go and you get a C.J. Gardner-Johnson to solidify that safety position after you let uh, a, a longtime guy, in um in shoot uh <laughs> it'll come to you you were yeah. on a roll there, i was dude. on a you roll were hot. you were <laughs> hotter than grease lightning not malcolm jenkins um but oh shoot i love him great safety it'll come to me in a minute number 23 but you go and you get him uh gardner johnson to take his role um you go and you have marcus epps they trust him a little bit this defense from front to back now has got bodies that was the biggest yeah. question last year. That's why they got blown out against the against Tampa Bay in the playoffs. You were able to run the ball, but you weren't able to stop Tom Brady and these other teams. Now you got dogs all over this defense ready to make some plays, and it's all on Jalen Hurts. Now, on the flip side of it, you got one of the best wide receivers that I told you. Fuck the draft pick. Get the proven guy. And that's what Howie Roseman did. He came out and he learned. He said he he regretted that moment when he drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. He realizes drafting best player available over need. And he's gone out and got guys that can just straight out ball. And yeah. you go and you draft Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner, captain of the Alabama Crimson Tide. You ever heard of him? You go and you get Landon Dickerson, you know, the captain of the Alabama Crimson Tide. You ever heard of them? National champions. You're going to get proven guys. Jordan Davis, the Kobe Dean, captains on the one of the best defenses ever in college football. You're putting like ever heard talent. of them. Yeah. You're putting talent all around it. To not even mention Gallus, uh, Gallus, Dallas Goddard and Quez Watkins. You got Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. The running backs are probably your biggest flaw on this team now. When it was your biggest strength last year, run, having the, the most rushing yards in the NFL on the back of that nasty offensive line. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Right. I'm, I'm a little too excited. What do you think? What do you have, Matt, right now? What do you have, Matt, over I like him at 11. I, I, I'm conservative on that. Yeah, that's can, interesting. I gave him 12. Yeah, I, I can see them winning 12, 13 games. Yeah, I'm on the conservative side of it. I think they definitely win the division. I think you win the division with 11 games. Like I was saying with Dallas, I don't think Dallas is going to be anywhere close to what they've been in the past. And we'll get to them in a second because I want to keep going about my birds. But absolutely. I think that everything you said, listen, you gave that that right there for all of our cold ones conversations fans, whether it's a non-alcoholic or whether it's an alcoholic, that that was Mozart right there. That was Mozart in his finest form. Truly Rodney going McLeod. off. Rodney McLeod. Listen, it all that's, off. Again, that's the P that that is our version of taking PDs right there. I listen, man. The Eagles have this opportunity, especially. I mean, dude, we didn't even pay much attention in that whole rant about AJ Brown. Dude, 
his ability on this field is going to be ridiculous in a division where you're going to wipe the floor with the commanders. You're going to wipe the floor with the New York Giants. And then Dallas is going to come in hot and heavy. Yeah, they'll probably take it at home when they're at home. The Eagles usually play down on the road in Dallas for some reason. But when they're in Philly, it's not going to be that way. And I, I just truly think that this is this goes to the advantage for the Eagles that the NFC is so weak this year. I mean, dude, like I've talked about how this might be the easiest way, right, for Tom Brady to walk back into a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that the Eagles are, are walking into a Super Bowl, but I am saying that there is no reason why this is not a true playoff team, right? This is not a deep playoff team. This is a team that absolutely can get it done. Hey, what are you going to do? When you get knocked down, you're coming up. You're biting their kneecap off. And if you get knocked down again, you're coming for the elbow. After that, you're coming for the shoulder blade, then the collarbone. Your coach said it best. I think the Eagles are ready to do it, man. I really do. Yeah, I mean, I think so, too. I think you're more bullish, which I kind of like, but I kind of don't like because a lot of, you know, ESPN, NFL Network people are hyped and everybody's all aboard the Howie right. train right now in this Eagles train. Makes me a little nervous. Uh, I, I'm used to no you know likes... how his history. Yeah. Cause you know yeah. how his history. Yeah. And he, well, like I said, he learned from, it. he traded JJ Arcega Whiteside. He traded right. Jalen Rager this off season. He went and he drafted Georgia, Alabama, you know, an offensive lineman from Nebraska. You know, these are the things that you should have been doing for the past, I don't know, 15 years as a GM, Howie. <laughs> and now he had finally come out and he has admitted it. And he's having some fun with it, trading Jay Jaw and Rager to the teams that the other guys, DK and Justin Jefferson, were at, which is good humor right. on him, good for him. Um, but I I'm happy. I'm excited. Uh, I'm a little too excited. My biggest thing is where you're saying the division is weak. It is. Uh, my biggest thing is I think the commies or the commanders can – they might give the Eagles a little bit of a fight. But then I'm also in the back of my head is like Carson Wentz is their quarterback. So exactly. I think RIP. Yeah. I think that defense is legit that the commanders have with Chase Young and the boys on that D line that they've been drafting. They are, they are legit. Where they, they can give legit. them some fret, where I think Jalen Hurts needs to step up and improve. And that's going to be the biggest test is going up against teams like defenses like that, that where the rest of their team in Washington is not very good but they have a good yeah. defense as you have to take command of this team, show that you can do it and not lose. You cannot lose to a team like that week three, because no. what, what do I have to look forward to? You know, now, if you go and you lose week one, oh, yikes to, to the hard knocks line. See, I, I keep talking myself out of it here, Harry, and I don't like it. Like I want to be excited, but then I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Dude. I, I like, Look, let, let, let's go Let's go through until the bye week. Let's look at the first. By the way, are you a guy that prefers an early bye or a late? I'm a late bye guy. I, uh, I, I like it later in the season. You got it early, dude, week seven. Yeah, I like it eight, eight, nine. Oh, yeah, that's where I'm at. I like nine, possibly even to ten. I like to push that line, but let's go to it. Dude, I, I don't think you got anything to worry about, even on the road in Detroit, man. Yes, are the, I think Detroit's going to stand out this season. Don't uh, Believe me, I got guys – I got guys on their team, uh, on my fantasy team, but I don't think that's a worry. Uh, Minnesota, unless you guys really play like garbage on the offensive side of the ball, maybe you got to worry, but dude, your defense can absolutely keep up with their offense. There's no question about it. Um, I mean, dude, they don't, I don't think that the, 
Fletcher Cox, dude, is definitely going to get after Kirk Cousins. They don't have a great offensive line, to my knowledge. Yeah, and their offense is kind of eh. I mean, they can they they're going to be yeah. able to throw the ball with Thielen and Jefferson, but other than that, right? Was... Exactly. You look at Washington, wiping the floor there. You should be wiping the floor with Jacksonville, Arizona. That's a toss up. You know, Dallas always a toss up when you guys play them. I think the thing about the Eagles is if they can remember that they're starting from zero the entire time and be the biggest dogs in the world of football, and they can remember how low they have been and how great that they can become, then they will win. But if they feed into, like you said, my hype of not even being a fan, you're right. You know, this isn't the team that can write books anymore about winning a Super Bowl. No. This is a team that, ha- that this is a team that has to prove himself. There's only five players left from that team from what four years ago. Right. They won the Super Bowl in 2018, the February 2018. 2018. Four yeah, years ago. Years. Yep. Four or five years ago. Five guys yeah, are go, left. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Five are left. Head coach gone. Both years. quarterbacks yep. gone. Yeah, it's insane, you know. Um but no, I agree with you. The biggest thing that makes me pumped about it is this offensive line, the defensive line are nasty. They're going to get up in your face. They're going to hit you. They're going to smash mouth. Yeah. You got guys in the trenches there that I'm going to be talking about all year long on trench talk as we move yeah. forward throughout the cold one conversation season here throughout the NFL. But my, you got guys like my you got Lane Johnson, you got Landon Dickerson, you got Kelsey, you got Isaac say yeah, I love now. Kelsey, dude. They're How filthy. can you not love Kelsey? I know. How dude. can you not love him? He's dude, a legend. Guy. I'm gonna. All right. One last piece, real quick, on the Eagles that, that I want to mention as as a fan from afar. I think your biggest win this year, and I I would go as far to say that I would put money on them now on the money line if if it was out today. I think that you beat the Packers in Philadelphia. Yeah, I I think so too. In Philadelphia, for sure, the, the Eagles have played Green Bay well over the past four years at yep. Lambeau. They, yep. They've beaten them a couple times out there. Uh, I, I really do think I, I like that our chances there because Green Bay doesn't have the passing attack that they've had. I think this defense is going to stuff the run. I think Darius Slay and Gardner Johnson have the swag. They're going to trash talk Aaron Rodgers all game long. Philadelphia is going to be like, we own you. Like, you should have came here. Like, we're yep. going to have that attitude <laughs> yeah, behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have came here. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun season. I'm excited for it. Now, let's move throughout the rest of the division here, Harry. Well, I'm very low on the Dallas Cowgirls. Where are you at with Dak? Uh, we had on the Farsi Show podcast, you know, uh, this one guy, he's a big Cowboys beat writer fan. Um, he was talking about how he's jealous of Howie Roseman, how the Eagles have gone and they've made all these moves where Dallas is kind of stand pat. They've traded away Amari Cooper for a fifth round pick. You know, you lost know. Tyron Johnson. Now Zeke's still here kicking along. You got CD oh, lamb, but you didn't really bring anybody else in. You didn't nope. get Tyron Matthew who everybody thought they were going to get. Um, nope. What's the vibe on Dallas? Everybody's down on them, which normally it isn't. Dude, they're, they're, they're losing week one and two automatically. Tampa Bay at home and Cincy at home. And you're going to lose both at home. I mean, 
I don't know what there is to say, man. Listen, here's the one thing I will say. Our feelings about Dak, to you specifically, obviously, because he's an individual, people would talk about Dak differently if he was the quarterback for the Chicago Bears. There would be arms around him if he was the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. There would be arms around him if he was the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. There would be arms around him if he was the quarterback of, for the New York Giants or the New York Jets. The reason why Dallas is the way that they are is because for some reason, one of the, one of the richest owners, if not the richest owner in the league, has decided to surround himself with yes men. And he thinks that he's the smartest football guy in the room. Jerry, you're the oil guy. You're the money guy. You're the bank. Yeah. You know, smart guys go and get guys that are smarter than them at things that they want to get endeavors in. Jerry doesn't do that. Jerry gets guys that supports his ideas. One and plus so because one of that, three. That or three equals four in Trilly's eyes. That's right. But I mean, dude, let, let's look at let's let, you know let's look at their first ten games. Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, both are losses. I believe at home they're going to be on the road against New York. I think that's a win. I think that they will narrowly beat the Commanders. But then after that, in Week Five, they're playing the Super Bowl champions in the Los Angeles in the Los Angeles Rams. They're going to lose that. They're playing you guys in Philadelphia. That's a blood blood batch match. That's going to be a I'm tone setter all day. That's going to be a tone setter of where this division is going to go uh, yes. early on in the season and where the Eagles can kind of jumpstart because I think they play what we were saying. They play the Cardinals after that. So if yep. you go in and you take care of business against Dallas at home, assert your dominance, show that we're going to run the ball. We're going to stuff you on defense. We're going to, that's what I like most about the Eagles is uh, you love a good defense. The buddy Ryan days. That's what Philadelphia's loves, but you go and that's, what's going to set the tone for the division throughout the rest of the year. Who's going to get the upper head uh, hand number one. And just who's going to absolutely just put grab it. Because it's up yes. in the air. The NFC East is up in the air. Whoever goes Absolutely. and takes that game is going to run with it for most of the season. And who and I would also argue that whoever goes and takes that division is going to be in the possible questions of making an NFC championship, NFC championship. appearance. Agree. Yeah. Because because who outside but who outside of Tampa and and honestly and outside of the Los Angeles Rams, who outside of that? Are we thinking it's going to be in in an NFC championship? I can't think of an NFC team. I can't. But I can if somebody comes out of that division because it's grueling right now, right? But let me let me go through the the, the through eleven through week eleven. So uh, let's say they lose to Philly. Okay, I think that they lose to Detroit, and this is the typical Dallas thing: they lose to a team that they shouldn't lose to, and then they beat a team that either they should beat and they get a bunch of praise or they shouldn't beat and they still get a bunch of praise. I think that they beat Chicago as they should. And then I think that they beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Lambeau and everybody's going to give them praise because they just beat Aaron. They just beat the super, they just beat the MVP of the league because Aaron doesn't have that many weapons. And then I think that they go on the road again and lose to Minnesota. I don't think that Dallas is there. Um, I think that if Jerry wants to be successful, he's got a clean house somewhat. Um, and I don't, I also don't think that Dak 
is the quarterback for that market. If Joe Burrow was in Dallas, we would be having a completely different conversation. If Kyler Murray, if, if Lamar was in, was in Dallas, we'd be having a totally different conversation. If they would have done what they should have done, which is trade plus picks, what Dallas should have done is with all the money they have, and you know I'm right about this, is they should have been the top market talking to Seattle when Russ wanted out. We're going to give you Dak. We'll give you a first and a second. Or we'll just do a, a straight-up trade, Dak for Russ. And they were not do that. They, want, they wanted the picks. They're in rebuild mode there. But the point being is that Dallas has the most to offer. Yeah, and yeah. so, no, man, I think that I, I, I would be very – listen, man, it's – this is the last one I'll leave it on. It's Philly's decision whether they win or lose. If everyone stays healthy, it's Philly's decision whether to win or lose. They're the most functional that they have been since you guys won the Super Bowl. And Dallas is more dysfunctional than ever. And that's saying a lot, man. I mean, wow. I mean, just, yeah. Real quick, though, Danny Dimes, is that it? This is last year with the Giants? Or can Brian Dable, you know, work his magic on him? Well, the question is, dude, before I answer that question, I pose this question to you because he's in your division. Do the Giants look to draft again, or are they going to try to land a seasoned quarterback? Do they have uh, even the ability to attract a seasoned quarterback? I mean, I think they do. They're a New York brand. They don't have any weapons. Kenny Galladay, you're going to go for Kenny yeah. Galladay? You know, they, Saquon, I mean, he might be gone soon, you know. They might yeah. they probably give him a contract. They've been building up on that defense, but – I don't know. Do they try to get Jimmy G after this year? Yeah, after this no, I like that. I, in this midseason, they see Danny Dimes can't get it done. Let's go get him now. You know, I think that's probably their most likely source there. And then, you know, when it comes to the commanders, I mean, they're going to be good. Like I said, I think they'll probably be the biggest pain for the Eagles where it's going to be slug them out games where the offense might not be able to move the ball. But if Jalen can step up this year, that should be an easy win. If not, it's going to be an ugly game. And We'll see where Carson can take them. But let's go. I mean, this has been a real long show. We're getting along with it. Probably it has. All of our other shows moving forward probably aren't going to be this long. It's just we haven't talked yeah, in a while yeah. with each other. We're getting it I all know. out. I hope everybody's been jo- enjoying it. I think we've been giving out pretty good content here and having fun with it. But let's just kind of go through some of the teams. I'm sorry if we don't dive deep into your team this week. Let us know in the comments what this, you want. Which teams it's week you want one. Us to talk. Yeah. We got another, it's what, an extra one. week? An extra week this year, 17 weeks to get into it. So, I mean, let's just go over over unders real quick of some of the teams and just give like a quick little hitter on what we think about them. I mean, Arizona Cardinals, eight and a half. I mean, we kind of touched on them a little bit. Could be a flip coin flip game for the Eagles. I don't think they're going to be that good. I I think they're a wishy-washy team. I think Kyler Murray is, eh. I think he's fine in the moment, but when you come to play teams like, the Eagles are, I hope to be with this defense. They're not going to be able to keep up. What do you think? Eight and a half for the Cardinals moving for this season. I, I, I second everything that you said. Kyler's obviously not watching enough film as we saw in the contract details. Um, well, when's no, that game I, against the Eagles? Is it in November when Call of Duty comes out? It might be getting close. I love that you brought up a Call of Duty reference. That was pretty incredible. Um, well, you see his stats after, uh, after the Call of Duty comes out. It's like he's like way below 500. No way. Yeah. Yeah. After Call That's of Duty horrible. comes uh, out mid-season. Week five. 
Yeah. He's week five, week five. Yeah. So well, pretty early. Probably, I, I, yeah. I don't know, man. They're not a Super Bowl team. All, all that crap from what's his name from uh, what's that defensive guy's name? Why am I forgetting him? James J. J. Prime. Wow. Not, not JJ, JJ. I was thinking TJ. I'm like, TJ's on the Steelers. Yeah. No, they're not there. Next. All right. Falcons, four and a half. Eh. Uh, they got some talent, but <laughs> come on. Come Next. on, dude. Next. Uh, uh, Don't even Panthers. talk about the Saints. Panthers. Oh, interesting team. Okay. Probably the most interesting team of drama. Um, I will give them five. Five, and a half. It's five to five and a half. All right, so you're going under six and a half with Vegas has them. Yeah. Under. I like them over. I think they can be scrappy. I think they take a game from the Saints. What do you? Why, why do you say don't even talk about the Saints? A lot of people are hyping them up this year. Because, dude, until they get the guy, they're nobody. Until yeah, they get the guy, they're nobody. Jameis, Jameis, LASIK Jameis, he's not going to get it done? Oh, geez, Louise. He's going to be, you know, doing the thing where he eats the where he eats his fingers, saying it's a W. No, he's not ready. Uh, that they team, than- if they had – if they had the right quarterback, that's a Super Bowl ready team. And I, 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 absolutely. That's a team that could, that's a team that is Rams v. Saints NFC Championship if they had the guy. You think they went over eight games this year? No, I think that they may, maybe win seven to seven and a half. I'm no, taking no. their over. I like them at like nine, 10. I think they're going to be. I'm good. taking the under. Um, Bears, six and a half for the Bears. I'll take the under on that. That's high. I'll take the under, too. Justin Fields, I mean, you think he can get it done? Yeah, you like him? I love him, but not in in that organization, no. Yeah. No, he he doesn't have enough support around him, man. Again, you're asking a guy to take over a team that is way too dysfunctional. And I see them in a few years pulling what the Browns just did with Baker. I see them doing that. I think that he could be their savior. Really? At some point, and then yeah. they just pull out the rug. Uh, they pull the rug out, blow them. Yeah. What do you think about that big cat? Let us know at BSP, uh, at Cold One Conversations. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you think. Justin Fields, next Baker Mayfield, get you to the promised land, and then you get rid of them. Classic Bears. Yep. Um, But anyway. The Bears. Going on to the next one. We talked about them a bunch. Detroit Lions. They got them at six and a half. I think that's a bit much. I think they've gotten a lot better. Uh, they've improved. I think Dan Campbell has brought an energy and a toughness to the team. They've gotten some talent on the offensive side. I just don't think Jared Goff's the guy to win big football games for you, where you you could be close and you could maybe win a a game winning touchdown drive, but yep. Jared Goff's going to come up short. What what do you think I, about I, that team? I think they're going to be underestimated. I'm taking the over. If they're at six and a half, I think that they're going to get seven. Huh? Uh, Packers, I mean, you've been giving them losses uh, left and right today. Geez, Louise. Ten and a half. What, what, what are they at? They're at, well, you got Aaron. I mean, I, 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 I yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, you think that they win their division? That's what I was about to bring up next is the, uh, probably the, another team other than the Saints who's been gaining a lot of traction. That's the Minnesota Vikings, you know, yep. Foles. Foles, baby. Shout out, Randy. Uh, I mean, what do you think? The Vikings are sitting at nine and a half there. So they, they've got the two of those teams pretty close on win totals. I would switch forward. them. Yeah. I would switch them. I would switch them. I'd, I'd give, I'd give, I'd give 10 and a half to the, to the Vikings and I give nine and a half to the Packers. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate that. My biggest thing is I think Green Bay, where they have subtracted from offensively with Devontae Adams, I think they've brought in, in enough defensive players where they've drafted a couple Georgia cornerbacks. They've gotten uh, Alexander on a long-term deal. They have a defensive line that's been solid. Uh, I, I think where they've subtracted def- uh, offensively, they've gotten it defensively, and that's how Aaron Rodgers has been able to win. And when they did win the Super Bowl, it was mostly Rodgers a little bit, but their defense was a lot better than what it has oh, been yeah. in the past, past you know, three, four years. But yeah. uh, we'll keep it rolling here. Uh, next thing, Texans four and a half. I like under. I like Davis Mills. Under. Though. I like Mills. Under. Uh- I like I, I like you know I I don't even know who that is I would I, <laughs> that team is a roulette table. <laughs> uh, Colts nine and a half. I mean weak division. Hammer I think the over. Yeah, I think they'll get ten wins just because of beating their division. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville over. Jaguars same division there six and a half with Dougie P leading the charge down in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence back uh, comeback player of the year. I kind of like those odds for him. Uh, agree with that under six wins for sure. All right. Um, what else? What else? Miami Dolphins. We really didn't touch other than the, the Bills in the East. Dolphins are sitting at eight and a half, bringing in Tyreek Hill. I mean, new head coach. Tua's got some weapons with Waddle. Over. I, like I think that they're going to get nine, a sneaky 10. Yeah, I like them at eight because of yeah. the Patriots. I think they're going to bounce back. They're both sitting at eight and a half. I mean, who edges each other out there? The, Miami's always played the Patriots tough, but I just think Bill Belichick's kind of seen enough, and he's willing to go and shut them down. He's always shut Tyreek Hill down when he was with the Chiefs. Do you think, do you think this is his last season? No. I don't nah, think so either. Mac, Mac's finally getting into a groove now, year two. He's not going to walk away. Yeah. He's got at least two left. <laughs> Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah. Cut out. Maybe Zoom, if you want to sponsor us, Broke Boys. Uh, we don't have to do these 40-minute interviews anymore. But, yeah. you know what I was saying? Bill's definitely got a couple more years left just because he's been grooming Mac. Uh, I like they're over at eight and a half there. I think they're going to have a bounce back year. Um but uh, next team, Giants at seven and a half. I like the under. I don't think they're a good football team whatsoever. If they get, um, over- I would do yeah, possibly zero and seventeen. So about, yeah, it's definitely the under. How about stay in the AFC East here? How about those Jets, 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 Jets? A lot of first round picks, a lot of talent there now. Yeah. Uh, gunslinger Joey Flacco. A lot of moms in the stands. He's starting week one though. And a lot of moms in the stands. Yeah, he's he's not playing yet. He's a little banged up from his knee injury, but yeah. he should be back. Joey Flacco starting. They got him at five, over five. What do you think about the Jets there? Number one, um, we're playing them week one, and we're playing against Flacco. So, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, I, I was th- I was thinking about going to that game actually. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that five wins is. I, I don't think they win a game in their division, dude. Yeah. I like yeah. number five, probably an under. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd either take the five or take the under. Just based on pure talent alone, uh, and Salah's a decent coach. He'll coach the boys up on defense. They, if It's going to be dependent on whether he's hooking up. Who's nah, – never mind. Not going down that road. But who's uh, if he's able he to bounce great back season. and really able to grow and mature uh, – Yep. on the field as he has off the field. How about that? But it's going to be on him. And they got the talent. They got the receivers now. The defensive players are kind of coming together. 
the offensive linemen have been getting banged up for them. Whether they're going to be able to keep the quarterback upright, that's going to be the biggest thing. I like them at five, so I would take the under there. Um, wrapping it up, uh, two teams that we kind of touched about a little bit in the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had the drama with Trey Lance and Jimmy G. We think he might go to the Giants possibly midseason. Um, yep. What do you think of Trey Lance, number one? And they got him at nine and a half wins. I feel like that's a lot, but if he takes that next step, they could be a very good football team. Um, I would take the over. Absolutely. Um, they are a Super Bowl caliber team without the guy at the helm. There's no question about it. Um, they beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau in the snow with Jimmy Garoppolo and that rhymed. So I should get an award for that. Um, the point just being is that I would absolutely take the over. I don't think that Trey Lance, though, is ready. I think if they went too high, they, they threw everybody off when they took that, uh, when they took that pick. Um, and I think that Jimmy G is going to be there for, personally, I think he's going to be there for the whole year. Maybe I don't think get, that any, yeah. Maybe we get our boy Zion on here for a quick hitter. Talk a little 49ers football. Uh, yeah, and I don't know where he stands. I don't know. I, see, I don't really know where 49ers fans stand on Trey Lance. I don't. Yeah, yeah me neither. Maybe uh, he, you know? he's DM'd me a couple times. He's like he likes what the Eagles have been doing. So uh, this offseason. Maybe we'll, have we'll to him about it. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to get him on after Definitely. a couple of weeks and see where they're at, uh, how he's feeling me, about Trey Lance. Hit me with with uh, with two others, and then let's get out of here. Uh, Bucks eleven and a half. Over. Over. That's a yeah. lot of wins. I think Tom does it too. Eleven and a half. Uh, maybe you're right. Eleven and a half. I like him twelve. Yeah, I mean, especially dude, if like, you don't like the Saints, dude. This is a this could be a Super Bowl team, dude. Yeah. I mean, I know he doesn't have Gronk. I get it. I he mean, what's going on? We can even go on another ten minutes about him and Giselle if we wanted to. You know, you don't. You haven't seen a bunch of stuff like that. They think he. Yeah. They think they've been getting a little bit of a tiff since he came back. Oh, he just that's why he took the ten days that's off. Why he. Yeah. You th- what do you think? You think that's real? No I way. think so. Uh, dude, you tell your wife, all right, I'm done. You're like finally after 20 plus years of playing, dedicating your whole life to it, the way he does it to be like, okay, I'm done. Let's go have fun, blah, blah, blah. To be like, a ah, month later, honey, I think I'm going to go back. You know, I don't know, man. She's so independent of him and they live in such a beautiful area. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think they get 12 wins if he's able to right the ship there, which I think he definitely can. You get Godwin back through a couple games into the year. You still got Evans, you know, playoff yeah. Lenny. They they got talent all over. They still got that defense. It's a good football team in Tampa Bay and a bad division. Um, and then the last team, Tennessee Titans. Ryan Where Tannehill. Are they at? Nine and a half. Number one seed last year in the AFC. And a bad division. You really got the Colts. Under. 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 Nine and a half. Under. I like them at nine. Nine or ten. Yeah. That's yeah. A, it's funny how Vegas is so Dude, they lost A.J. Brown. That's yeah. going to be huge. That is huge. You bring in, what, Drake London they drafted. Um, big body. They kind of calling him A.J. Brown 2.0. But you, you need three years in the league. That's why the Eagles went and they stopped drafting the guys, and they're yeah. just going to get the proven commodity now. They let go of the yep. proven commodity. Derrick Henry's been getting a huge workload. Now that's even more on his plate now. Banged up a little bit last year. 
We'll see if he can hold up. Hopefully he does because he's tractor. Cito is a lot of fun to watch. Tannehill, same thing. Kind of been talking with a lot of these middling teams is can the quarterback get it done? That's what the NFL is about. And that's what the BSP podcast is about. Damn it. The cold one conversation podcast is about fuck. I, I'll get it right. I'll get it right. We've been grinding, you know, when you're doing all these shows, they all just run together. But, you know, it's been a long episode. I hope everybody's hanging in there with us. I think we've pumped out a lot of great stuff. Let us know what you want more of. We got a couple awesome things coming up. The episodes probably aren't going to be nearly this long throughout the season here. No, we're going to keep it under. We're going to keep it under. For sure. Um, And we got some awesome things coming up. We'll tease it. We've teased it throughout the show uh, as we move throughout the season to kind of break up just the straight up talking um, and get a little bit more in depth, have some fun with it. Uh, It's been a lot. What do you think, Harry? It's been great to talk to you again. I've been missing this. Like I've told you when, when you're away from the station for over a year, you're like, you just miss the the daily, just going on talking shop shop and having fun with it. Uh, Dude, you know, it's so funny. You mentioned that real quick. I'll just say I'm missing, I'm missing that more than ever, man. You know, Susquehanna football is back on. And this past year I got to be the head color commentator, uh, you know, as a student uh, for the station and, you know, with Jack Burns and, and, you know, you miss that, man. You miss that, that freeingness that we talked about. But listen, dude, I think that we can take this podcast wherever we want it to go. We work super well together. Um, we're going to create a fan base that is going to be the biggest of all time um, that will pay any amount of money for extra content. We will be the number one top on Patreon, Spotify, Apple, wherever. Um, and, and, I, and I believe that. And I believe that because I think that you and I just have a great chemistry on this. Um, wink Uh, i'm also in love with you um but i think that this is going to be a great podcast we're going to do it every wednesday night we're going to pump them out every thursday get them on so you're in time for thursday night football into the weekend and um we're going to make this thing as big as we wanted it to go that's for sure yep make sure you go subscribe to the youtube page click the turn on the bell make sure you get our notifications whenever we go live with stuff uh Definitely, I'm working a lot of Eagles games this year, a lot of Flyers and Sixers games also, so make sure you follow us. We'll have to make our own for the for the channel too uh, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, be able to put yeah. more content out there. I want to definitely do some more man-in-the-street stuff, uh, get people's reactions down at the game, so make sure you hit me up. If you see me, come over, say what's up. It's always a lot of fun hanging out with Birds fans for sure and whoever. You know, It's always fun having a nice conversation. I'll tell you how you're wrong, all right? <laughs> so that's right, gonna close it. it out that's gonna there do we go. it for first it. episode in the books yeah it was awesome shout books. out go subscribe see everybody on the next one i hope your team doesn't lose let's make some money go, go ravens birds. let's make some money call one's conversations out <laughs>